0: hello 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 welcome back to the commenter podcast where we talk about your favorite movies music tv shows and more i'm tori and i'm nia and i did not think our first episode of the year would be a re-record you know um shit happens audio gets fucked <laughs> up but you know uh we are here nonetheless we thank you for having patience with us um as we, you know, kick it back into high gear. I'm working every day this week for like the next few months. So, you know, be a little gracious with our timing. Um, but you'll definitely still probably get your two episodes a month as we move forward. That being said, today we're gonna do our K drama dry spell episode. We sent out a survey. Um, what was it, November? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, long a long while enough, back. Like a, And we were gracious enough to have a a handful of people respond to us um, about what we felt like was this um, forever plaguing dry spell that's kind of happening in Korean dramas. So, we thought we would go through some of these responses talk about how we've been in the K-dramas and what we think is really happening with the industry. Um, I think we'll have maybe more rounded responses now that all of the dramas for 2022 have been slated. Um... And what we think is going on. So, for let the people know who are maybe your new maybe this is your first episode. I, Tori, have been into the K drama space since uh, 2014. God, we're getting old. Yeah, okay. 2014. <laughs> my first K drama, I've always said that it was Lost Take Two. I want to recant that statement. I think it was actually. Um, You're beautiful because it had the scene blue memories in it, and I was there the reason I started kinda watching K dramas. Um, I'm a historical girly, I love procedurals. I love a good rom com, but you know, um it can be copy cut, control V, control C in um K Drama Land when it comes to rom coms. And so I felt like 2022 was a very interesting year of productions. And so I thought it would be cool to ask you guys your same feelings. Nee, you want to tell us a little bit about your background and why you are um, qualified to have such a raring opinion on K-Pro?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I got into K-Dramas back in 2011, I believe. I think it was 2011 or early 2012. Um, I, my first drama I ever saw was I am Sam, which was a drama top was in because I was very into big bang at the time and I don't count it as my first one. Cause most people haven't mm-hmm. seen it. So, but BOF was the one I saw directly after that. So mm-hmm. I count BOF as my first one because that was like the conundrum. <laughs> right. So, um, but I am Sam was technically my first one. Um, very problematic, but that's (laughs) where this is not an I am Sam review. Um, so yeah, it's been a very long time. My, also my favorites are historicals and, um, I do miss campy rom-coms a little bit. I feel like, uh, that's turning into one of my top favorite genres. Um, um, what other things should I say? Um, I guess that's it.
0: Okay. So yes, and then I feel like we talked about when we first recorded this was that the gateway dramas for us <laughs> are very different from the gateway dramas for the people of today. When we started Oh yeah. Making our gateway dramas were boys of flowers, playful kiss, to the beautiful you, full house.
1: Um all the cringy ones from that were made from like 2005 <laughs> to 2011 and 2010. The mid 2000s um, dramas, like I was looking at that one that Hyun Bin was in, My Lovely Sam Soon. I was like, people <laughs> never watch this today. Like, but right. um, I feel
0: like a lot of yeah. them were, you know, maybe a rooftop prince.
1: Yeah. Um, Coffee prince. Um, what's that one? Secret yeah. Garden. A secret yeah. Garden.
0: And then, you know, I feel like that we had another generation of, um, Gateway dramas, which was like, airs the master son. It's okay to um, mm. it's okay to, uh, it's okay that's love. Um, reply series. Um, you know, there's like a lot of like the, those 2013 and like 2016, 18 dramas. You know, um, um, I can hear your voice. Um, God, what are some other ones? I feel like there's some very, very Pinocchio. Um.
1: and also the crime ones too the crime ones tunnel tunnel signal signal. yeah Yeah, um, stranger now
0: we're in an (laughs) era where people's gateway dramas (laughs) are anything that's on netflix
1: (laughs) yeah and netflix is going to give you dark (laughs) they are not going to give you um God, what is that? Uh, what's the, the one, one that's out now that everyone likes? Or not really likes, the but glory. is like Yes. The glory, that
0: Glory, Um, um
1: uh, Kingdom
0: Justice. Kingdom. A sweet um, home. All of us are dead, sweet home. The high production Dragon House Studio, you know, we spit money. <laughs> it's a it's it's one season split into two Netflix money, money, cash, cash money. That is what I feel like is everyone's gateway dramas now so that being said i feel like our standards for what is a good drama different definitely differentiates on how long you've been in the dramas what do you like watching what is the industry currently producing right now and the trends that is trends are such a huge thing in korea that i don't think people understand this when Mm -hmm. you can walk out in winter in korea and everybody has on a long padding jacket Yes, because it's cold, but also because that's a trend amongst people in their 20s. Right now, there's a variety show called Master in the House which just rebranded itself to be all about the trends of people in their 20s and 30s and debating about those trends. They just did an episode about tennis versus golf. The next episode is people (laughs) who want to get married versus people who don't want to get married. And so trends are a very big thing in Korea and that is such a big thing in the industry. When one When there are rumors that one broadcast station gets... Well, it's not only rumors. The material in which they take to make dramas is also based on trends. A lot of webtoons, somebody sees an idea and they're like, ooh, I like this idea, but I'm going to write it differently. And so then you have these webtoons that get popular and then production studios pick them up. And now we have three and four dramas with the same background. Um... (laughs) all being produced at the same time. For instance, let me give you two instances. The first instance this is when mental illness was a trend. Now, I think you're, to- you're like, Tori, what are you talking about? Multiple personalities was a thing. Oh my
1: god, and I know what dramas it. you're talking about. <laughs> um, okay,
0: that's not love. The one that Jisun did.
1: Yeah, what's the that one? one that um, did. Um, golly, I see the poster in my head right now.
0: I'm picking, um, I'm finding it. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me, Heal me. Um, yes, kill me, help me. There was another one where it was what the fuck is his name? The dude that we don't like, who played the dude in. Um, is it the same dude? The dude who was in, um, Cheese in the Trap. Did he
1: play? Hold did on, he play what?
0: what? Did, did it, he did? did? Cheese in the Trap. Cheese in the Trap. Park Didn't he play? It was either him, or, or or the Mingy dude. That did another drama where it was like, all I remember from it was that they were fighting a gorilla in the first episode. People were always complaining about how bad the CGI was.
1: Fighting a gorilla? Yes. <laughs> what is this? Uh, what is I'm a Why fighter. does a oddly sound familiar, Tor- Tori? Listen, wait. Things to- are happening. This I okay? Wait, wait, wait. To- what year do you remember vaguely? It's two thousand six, seven,
0: eight. One of them. Let me see. Fighting gorilla. I bet you I can fight it.
1: <laughs> you could probably that <laughs> sentence alone is gonna get you. Hi, Jekyll me. Bitch found it. Hi Jekyll oh, me. Yeah. Who is in this? Who is
0: the main important? Ah, ah. So didn't? That's that's see, that was another one. Those were that was a trend that was happening. And so these dramas got made all back to back to back. And then we had another trend, which was time traveling. And so we got like-
1: But this kind of ate. Time travel kind of ate though, because life on Mars, Mm -hmm. like I will will ride for that drama till the end of the earth.
0: (laughs) Life on Mars, Tunnel. I feel like we got a few other time travel, time traveling dramas, and then, then, then we had all the ones where somebody had powers based on senses. The girl who sees smells, psychometric. Oh, yeah. Um, we had like a few other ones where it was like people with superpowers, people who could hear people's thoughts. Um, <laughs> and so. Oh, and
1: then the mythical. I'm married to a mythical uh creature. Uh, yes. Thing. Yes.
0: Payback hey, yep. goblin. Um. There's another one, the, the the
1: the 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 oh god, there's so many of them,
0: and so yeah, the one that everybody likes
1: now, um, the water no, what's that? Water one?
0: of god, water of God of the um no, you're talking about the Gumio one, I think. What's the with, one that with, Lee...
1: don't on. yeah, we don't hold on? Yeah, what whoop. is he? Kumia
0: Nine Tail Fox, Tales of a Nine Tail Fox.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, anywho. <laughs> Things are happening. (laughs) And so because of this industry practice of trends, it tends to make shit boring real fast. (laughs) Real fast. And so we wanted to ask you guys questions um, about how you felt about K-drama dry spell because we were concerned, not concerned, but we were like, are we the only ones feeling like it's not hitting in K-drama world right now? The girls are not giving us what we wanted. (laughs) Um, especially earlier this year. I feel like earlier this year, I was just like, yeah. whoa, it's dry, bitch. <laughs> it's, yeah, man, i say the so first hard.
1: half of 2022 <laughs> was pretty rough, and I'd say it picked up towards the end of the year. It um,
0: always does, though. I feel like a lot of productions leave all their good stuff for the end of the year, which is interesting. But like anywho okay so we asked you guys how long you've been drama fans overwhelmingly said you guys been six to nine years that means what is 22 i teach second graders i should be able to do to math um <laughs> um so some of you uh six to nine years is what uh 13 to 16 years is that right no. 6
1: to 9 years that they've been K-po- K-Drama pop K fans.
0: So you've been here since 2013 to 2016. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Because some of y'all on K-Drama Twitter would be like, 2016 was the best year for K-Drama. Was it wasn't. Okay, so <laughs> take, that. take that thought and throw it out the window. Um, And so w- it was cool to see that there was a lot of different people. We had... There was more 10-plus year people than I thought there would be. And there's way less... One to two year people than I thought there would be. Um, we guys asked how many dramas you watch this year. Forty two percent of you said sixteen plus. Let me check my list because I know there's nowhere near that. <laughs> For K dramas finished in two thousand
1: twenty two. Let's see. Oh. I think I only watched like three or two this entire <laughs> year. That entire year. Let's
0: see. Ooh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve. Uh, twelve. Out of the according to my drama list, with web dramas included, the two hundred and twenty-three that came out this year. (laughs) Like, that's usually not how things happen for me. Um Mm -hmm. and so then we asked you guys, do you watch dramas from other country? All of you said yes. We asked you what your favorite genres are. Most of you said romance, followed by slice of life, um, comedy, melodrama. The people who watch melodrama, what is wrong with your brain? Um, <laughs> I don't understand why you like to cry. Where do you mostly watch your dramas? Pirated. Um, but also people said Netflix. 25, 25% of people said Netflix. 21% of people said Vicky rest in peace drama fever she is no longer with us um i'm surprised not as many people watch dramas on youtube only I when mean, not everything's available on there um what which more are you prone to watch for plot or actors um 64% of you said plot 35 said actors do you prefer dramas to be weekly or drop all at once this one really surprised me 50 it was 50 50 mm that's interesting to me. I don't know. I think I'm still a weekly person, especially if the episodes are over an hour each. Now, if you're going to drop a whole season, it is 45 minutes or under an episode per.
1: But yeah. it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that because, like, one part of me loves that the whole thing is out as soon as it drops. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like the hype around it dies really quickly when it, it does. does that, usually. Um, there are some, obse- some exceptions to the rule, mm-hmm. but like overall, there's nothing to sort of look forward to in a strange way. Um, yeah. I don't know if that and makes affor- any sense.
0: No, it does. And unfortunately, the industry now bases the popularity of OTT shows um, by their opening day numbers, which I don't understand because the whole point of the streaming services is to- for people to watch when they can. Y'all are trying to base a whole the whole point of streaming services so that we don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna miss this if it's not on TV. Like you can't hold streaming service um productions to T V ratings. Does that make sense? Like yeah, open weekend for your like your OTT yeah. drama? Like what?
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's not how streaming works in general because things will go viral on streaming months and sometimes years after they've been out. So like the oh, idea of, Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, no, keep going. No, but, um, what I was trying to say is like, streaming doesn't always work like that. Yes. Yeah, sometimes in the beginning, there's a rise in streams, but like, that's not always how the, the numbers work. So it's right. really it's not, not smart.
0: Work. And that's why a lot of streaming services on <laughs> Netflix, I'm talking about you. Um, end up canceling seasons because you bitches don't give products a time to actually gain popularity
1: right like and a lot of the play. shows on tv that we grew up on were not all instant successes <laughs> they,
0: they were they, sleeper hits cult class like you don't even give i don't even think we could have cult classics within the current media framing because streaming services like well y'all didn't like it but we're taking it off the platform you petty stupid bitch why would you do that to a whole cast and crew of people because the numbers didn't dance because you didn't get immediate return on investment that's not what streaming is for if you want immediate return on investment release a goddamn movie at the box office right <laughs> it, people to go out and spend
1: money it's really the fast fashion of the tv Ugh. industry like, thinking, oh, if it doesn't blow up immediately, just toss it out and put something else out. It's like, that's not how it works. Like, it's like all the shows, strange. especially, like, all the nerdy shows that people grow up on, like, Battlestar Galactica, were all flops until, like, fans latched onto it years later. Like, Netflix doesn't give things time to marinate.
0: It's truly the most ridiculous business model that i've seen in a while um we didn't ask you guys do you like having multiple seasons 78.6 percent of you said no and i highly agree same (laughs) i agree (laughs) then we asked you to expound on it tell us why you like or dislike seasons um someone said i can go on watching but nothing is hitting per (laughs) (laughs) um The 16-episode drama in particular is so formulaic and predictable for someone like me who has watched hundreds of dramas, exactly. I have to go through dozens of dramas to find actually interesting ones, and usually that's what I do, but I don't have the energy for that this year. Truly felt deep down, I was trying to find something to, like, binge-watch before I started getting back to school in full effect and i was like i'm being so picky (laughs) like (laughs) looking for like i was was looking for brain rot like something that i could just turn on i was being extremely picky um the shows getting season two aren't the ones that need them Mm, t plus a huge part of why seasons two were hard to get in the first place is that actors give books so hard and so fast um you just know the cast has to change so seeing so many season two scares me Y'all were not in the trenches with everybody else. When a show would get a season two, they would change the whole motherfucking cast. I would be (laughs) like... Y'all don't... I don't think I understand what the definition of a season two is. Now I really don't want them to understand what the definition of season two is. This is great job security for cast and crew. Having a season two, signing contracts where it's like season two, season three, four, five, built in. The Sweet Home cast, people are making money, money. hunty. Right. But... At the same time, I think it produces lack of disco writing. Um, same season two usually feels empty. Yes, too short takes too long time to air. Having to wait, to, I just think about that now. We waited a fucking year for Kingdom Two, <laughs> and it's literally mm. one season. And they just they just wanted to torture us. Um, I think that one season format leads to tired writing. Also keeps my favorite actors from sticking. With a product of dwindling quality for too long? Ooh. per, Snaps. Almost nothing needs a season two, though I do watch them sometimes if I like the first enough. Almost nothing needs a season two. I can agree with this. I I agree. I also understand when procedurals, like crime shows, get a season two. People who like Law & Order are going to want Law & Order season 35 as long as they produce it. (laughs) So True. I understand crime and even medical shows getting a season 2. No, I'm not talking about you hospital playlists. Please sit down. Um, <laughs> yeah, but season 2's are hit and miss. 80% of them are miss. Um, yeah. <laughs> I dislike multiple seasons because I feel that one of the most appealing aspects of the drama is that they can wrap up a story nicely in 16 episodes. To be honest, I haven't watched a drama that needs a second season. Honestly, that was the kind of the the charm of K dramas is that it's one story. Sixteen episodes. Your girl gotta ain't gotta wait two years for y'all to produce the next one. I don't have to wait. I don't have to finish a project and feel like I've been left on a cliffhanger. That's what I really, really liked about K dramas. Um as somebody who couldn't get into like the 18, 13 seasons that a lot of American dramas have like mellow dramas not procedurals not you know like telenovelas um you know soap operas and things like that I was just like this is a really good story in like 20 episodes that's fantastic and now everybody in the mom was like but we have to expand on the universe <laughs> but that <there laughs> has to be a season two. for what reason <laughs>
1: cause that um, money
0: Munchie, that's shmula. Um, it depends on the drama. K- Kingdom is a nice example. Kingdom was literally just one drama split in half, but I get what you're saying. Oftentimes, the ruins a good drama. It depends on how the ending goes. Um, sometimes writers aren't able to write sensible ending with one season. T? <laughs> um, exploration of characters and plot. Why somebody likes it. Okay, I can see that. If you're, like, with a good writer that you trust, like, give me all of it. Like, the sister who wrote The Rebel... If she decided she wanted to do like three seasons of a historical, I'm gonna watch that shit.
1: <laughs> and you know what's funny though, if she did that, the w- three seasons of a historical today is just like an average historical in like
0: it, 2004. It <laughs> truly, like- <laughs> truly, because like the average historical for most historicals, like epic historical, I feel like the last epic historical we had was like Six Flying Dragons. Well, they had that Lee Bang One one that KBS did, but I didn't like that because one of the horses died on set. Um, whoa so, i didn't know that yeah yeah there was a video going around on twitter at the time so i i am never gonna watch that show <laughs> um but one of the horses died on set because they were doing they were trying to get a shot it, ugh, it was just bad um don't go looking for that video please <laughs> um but a typical even up until 2017 the typical um historical went from like 32 to 50 episodes so yep. these little mini historicals that y'all get now that are like less than 20 that's not epic enough. <laughs> right. It's not it's not giving epicness. And so um yeah, the endings of the first thing typically suck <laughs> and sometimes they never get finished. Yeah. Um, because they plan to produce another season they include unnecessary plots and characters. But the next season, the story production reduces its quality. One of the reasons I prefer K-Drama to America is because it's episodic format, not seasonal format. Ugh, yes. Dragging things out unnecessarily. Yeah, I like the story to wrap up neatly. Like, it's some... It's so... I feel like if we went back to one season format, we would get such better writing. Example, I think so too. Island, <laughs> Island. <laughs> girl, can we just pause for a second? I love Kim Nam Gil. Y'all saw me screaming for that man when he won his day song. I watched the first and a half episodes of Island, and I said, "How do you have Kim Nam Gil and Lee dae Hee, um, one Da Hee, and one Dahi Dahi Dahi?" Um. In one project, and there's this. it's dry. Bitch, there's no impact. Like, these characters <laughs> to talk to each other, and I'm like, y'all got two award-winning acts on the screen, and nothing's happening. <laughs> no chemistry. Damn. No, I'm like, not hooked at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> the audio production is garbage. It's giving Dang. me flashbacks. <laughs> it's just like,
1: i think with all that budget everything would be top tier
0: but oh my god they spent on so much of it on the stupid fighting scenes it's so obvious uh do you think it's because you okay so then our next question was do you think it's because you have watched too many dramas or because of overwatching you were in a slump 64 percent of people said no do you think the dry spell um, this year has been... Oh, do you think this year has been lacking so far in production quality? 67%, 67% of people said yes. Have you ended up dropping more shows than usual this year? 67% of people said yes. Which more is contri- contributing to your dry spell work slash life or production quality? It was 57% for work life. It's 42% for production quality. And so then we asked, "Why do you think you're in a dry spell?" Um, I'm tired and life overwhelmed me. Per, <laughs> um, somebody said there just aren't good dramas this year. Everything's falling flat with a few exceptions here and there, and the promising ones that started out strong took a downhill, um, downturn as the episodes went along. They gave the example of *Limo Woman*. Um we got a really a uh, good long response that talked about globalization and how 2022 was just not the it year we had a lot of law dramas this year we did have a lot of law dramas this year um but how um that the state of the world has contributed more than we care to admit about our consumption um you know and that average dramas have always been there, and I think we're kind of hyper on it, which I do kind of agree with, but at the same time, I also don't think that the production quality for dramas for the past two years has been up to par as it was. Um, So, also they mentioned a really good point that I hadn't thought about was that drama communities on the internet are not very good. Um, with mm. the exception of your podcast of course <laughs> lol thank you <laughs> um, drama twitter calls every show a masterpiece after two episodes no commentary or conversation whatsoever Um, just a whole bunch of edits and constant praise of actors all of these happening less than 30 minutes after the show airs which leads me to believe that drama twitter is filled with people who like drama actors and don't actually care about dramas and its contribution to the world of entertainment Meeting and art my drama list is a naturally toxic hellhole I'm not gonna combat you on that cause this is <laughs> I used to write articles for them and the comment section was just uh, unless you find a drama to watch with only 10 other people with common sense watching it too before you ever have a good time drama watching with Reddit and drama being this hit or miss you either have a good time or you don't um I fully blame One Direction fans for that and I'm not going to explain myself further <laughs> uh, <laughs> um November and December actually seem to have actually possibly good C-dramas and K-dramas. I do think towards the end of the year, we got a few good ones. Um, A lot of them are dark, though, which is concerning to me because, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, I think we might have talked about this before, but I saw an opinion from one of my mutuals one time. Um, I think it was Caroline Sullivan, who is a... Carol mm, Caroline. I think she's a media writer. What is I know I, I follow her. But what is that? Right. Carolyn Hines. That's not why I don't know why I called you Sullivan Carolyn, I'm sorry. Carolyn Hines <laughs> is a um she's like a journalist and tomato um uh, rotten tomato media critic who I follow We're mutuals on Twitter. But she pointed out something that me that made me think that a lot of the popular dramas that that get, like, worldwide Grammys or awards and stuff um, that are Korean are violent. And mm. people, the Western world audience in particular, only likes to watch violent Korean films and television.
1: Mm. Um, I never thought about that, but you're correct. Right? It sounds.
0: She said that It really did make me sit back and think, because I was just like, why are y'all so excited uh, over
1: squid game
0: kingdom all of us are dead um sweet home hellbound all of those are dark violent shows <laughs> um, right
1: but they won't do that for like a typical rom-com like right. it's and what's so ironic is that people in the west complain all the time about rom-coms not being fun like they used to in the early 2000s like the sandra bullock movies and the and all the movies that had like ryan reynolds etc and i'm like Y'all wouldn't even watch rom com Like, there's plentiful (laughs) rom-coms in the K-drama space. But it's like, I I never really thought about how, like, deep-rooted people's, like, craving for the violence for only Korean media. Because you think that people, once Squid Game popped off, they would go back through, like, what are the top dramas I should watch? But they didn't do that. They kind of just... Like, stuck to the violence
0: violence and i get it because squid game has had that whole thing about fuck rich people you know down with the rich um, right
1: there's other they- dramas that are down with the rich that are also like
0: <laughs> not also, about like another thing that they it, fi- it sounds it feels like they only want to watch stuff that is not that could erase a lot of the culture mm. of korean society Or only give you, like, the the, the similar themes. Because, like, Down with the Ridge is a similar theme in Korea and in the U.S. Fuck all (laughs) the But, like, that's that's probably one of the reasons that Parasite got so big. Because it was a theme that Western people could immediately click with without having to bother what the ethnicity or the culture of the people on screen was.
1: That's Um, a point. Like, I never (laughs) thought of that. Like, And like all of us are dead. A lot of the zombie related things are things where you don't have to think about like, like where they sort of have the zombies as a way to distract you from like, Oh, the cultural context of the people of the film of the country. Wow. Yeah. And you don't have to study (laughs) anything to watch or not study, but you don't have to know anything. Like how do I put it this way?
0: For Squid Game. It was just like, this is a sandbox movie game thing. We don't have to care about the fact that these people are south koreans you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we don't no have i know to, what you we mean to, we don't have to get 10 feet into the culture to understand this movie um mm. same thing goes for hellbound same thing goes for um you know train to busan um kingdom wow kingdom I didn't is think the that. only <laughs> yeah kingdom I didn't is think the that. only one where like the culture is in your face because it's a historical but even then people were like it's a costume drama so I don't right. have to think about and, who these and, and even though are, or could yeah. Be, or yeah yeah not
1: mean out. interrupt but even though Kingdom is popular it did not reach the heights of a train to Busan or Squid Game so mm-hmm. like so even though it did well I don't want people to think Kingdom didn't do well it did it's just that it didn't go viral in the way Squid Game did oh, and I think that yes, could be purposefully yeah,
0: yeah. yep um I feel like uh because even when I hear people who were into movies talk about Korean movies, they talk about the new war drama genre, which is all about gang violence and men killing each other out of this thing of loyalty, and which is great, because Korea has... One day I'm going to do an episode on the Korean war drama and how that survived in South Korea. Um... And then talk to y'all about how the big name actors in South Korea just do the same roles over and over again and get away from it. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. We're a different podcast. So, but, um, but after Carolyn said that, I was just like, yeah, that's it. You don't think about it because we watch other Korean drama stuff, especially people mm-hmm. like us who are into historicals. I want to know who the fuck Sejong is. I want to know who Bangwon is, who Taejo is. I'm right. interested in it besides the entertainment level. And it's okay to be interested in a country just because of the entertainment level. But when you start to equate, um, I again, this we're tying it back to the one direction phase and the Korean booze. I'm just telling you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not as educated on Hong Kong cinema, so I don't want to make this connection. But this this thought just popped in my brain. But if I sound ignorant, please forgive me. It feels like people are latching on to like the Korean violent, themed shows like a squid game like fight to the death mm-hmm. kind of things sort of the way people clung to like the martial arts hong kong cinema and yes. didn't latch on to anything else even though right. hong kong cinema was right. so diverse and continues to be diverse outside of like martial arts films if that makes yeah, any that, sense
0: and so when we have that 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 entry from the person who was talking about how k-drama communities they're like in love with the actress they're not in love with the stories. It's because and then a lot of people who only consume Korean culture through music, movies, dramas, then equate the entire ethnicity, country of millions of people to that one part of their culture. Um, as black people, we know how that fucking feels. It's it's mm-hmm. so stupid. It's so it's so stupid and that's when you get people talking about like well, if my fave doesn't does this, they're gonna lose billions of dollars. The, you know what brings South Korea money? Semi motherfucking conductors, bitch. <laughs> <Stop>
1: talking <laughs> <You> know, about <laughs> Samsung. I don't know how many times people have to tell you this. <laughs> they have Kia, Samsung, like <laughs> cars, y'all. Like we entertainment's not the bread and butter that y'all think it is. It's not. It's the it's, it's a tip.
0: <laughs> if we're thinking of Korea, as like a waiter the the hollywood wave is a tip bitch it's a great pr stunt pretty people who get to go out into other countries and then bring back money to our country of course the korean government's gonna be like do what you gotta do bitch yeah you can go perform in north korea and saudi arabia we'll we'll approve that visa right now <laughs> like <laughs> Is it bring is it stable is it stabilizing the entire country? One billion dollars to an entire country is chump change. <laughs> I just want y'all to realize right, that one billion dollars is like ten bucks <laughs> to-, <laughs> to an entire country of people. So please get off your high horses. Just cause you play your faves YouTube video five times does not mean that you were somehow making somebody's lights work in <laughs> South Korea. <laughs> you were not that powerful. Um, but that being said, um continue with some reasons why people think that um you were in a drama dry spell. Most dramas are pre-repetition of feelings, lack of interesting plot, excited for the actors but get disappointed when the show airs you better say a word. Because mm-hmm. there were some casts that came out this year and I was like bitch what and then you start the show and you're like bitch what
1: <laughs> yeah and I feel like the casts are now selling shows where it used to be the shows would sell the cast if that makes any sense come like, like to the mirror <laughs> listen because I remember they used to ride on the fact that they were unknown actors and they would ride on the fact that like the director or like the script was good but now mm-hmm. it's like they ha- they're spending all this money to get people to do the work instead of making sure the work is good
0: um, you just you just said a word that just made me think about <laughs> it. a lot of the big name dramas that happened from like two thousands to like two thousand seventeen were all because it was veteran writers, the Hong the hung sisters. Do they the Hong sisters Kim and Hee Kim? You know all them girls, all them, the girls. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we've gotten an error where productions want to diversify the type of plots they had so the girlies that were you know making shows and them shows was getting 50 50 percent views on television because there was no competition now with ott platforms you got to have something more dynamic you got to have something more, which is great because it gives a lot of different writers a chance right to come up but you just said a word like it's not because of the writers no more. Like, the only reason I check writers is because did you write some shit that I didn't like? Because if you did, I'm not watching this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but before, it was like the headlines People... for drama is like, Kim such and such, Park such and such, Lee such and yeah. such.
1: And you know what's it, funny? It this is them not plus girls. The and, like, when you look at it in retrospect, don't mean to interrupt, but, like, you are absolutely right. Like, I remember back in the day, like, on, keep in mind, we're international fans. So, like, mm-hmm. the, all the articles that we would get from, like, Soompi or All K-Pop, like, in Korea, all those websites back in the day, they would say, Hong Sister's new drama. And they wouldn't even say who's starring in it yet. They right. would be, like, it would, like, that was what they were trying to sell you on, which was, like, okay, their next project. And they wouldn't even always say if it was a source material or not. Like it would, there was sort of like this building of like the people behind the scenes were important, just as important or more important than who was going to be in front of the camera. But then Mm -hmm. now it's like so-and-so signed on to do this, but you don't even have an idea of what the script is. Um, It feels very America and I don't know how to feel about that. Because that's what they do here. They'll be like, okay, Brad Pitt signed the on Rock. for this. Another
0: movie. <laughs> yeah, The Rock is signed
1: on for this. And then you're like, so what does he sign on for? And they're like, well, we don't have a script yet, but he signed on. And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I also feel like now, because a lot of the dramas that are being picked to be produced are of webtoons. People are, a lot of production companies are relying on a built-in fan base. Mm. Um, they're like, if you wrote the webtoon, then your millions of fans who read your webtoon are going to come watch our drama, and then the adaptation sucks, and you're just like, what? Are, mm. What are we doing?
1: Here? <laughs> but in, in their defense, didn't most of the old rom coms weren't they based on manga? Question mark Like I Japanese like manga, the high
0: teen, the high teen ones were. I okay, feel, but like, I'm talking about like the the, the women who wrote Stare What a Heaven. Autumn, gotcha. My Heart, Witcher, Paris, Lovers in Paris, Bali, all that shit. Those are the ones that that were still big up until like 2017. Right. 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 And so, you know, and then we can't we when I mean, we have to talk about the industry <sighs> the Korean drama industry almost flopping it on itself <laughs> when China pulled out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: That was chaos. Out all of this money, I was like, "Ooh!" And then suddenly, we were getting like sixteen episode dramas turning into thirty two episode dramas because of commercial breaks. <laughs> because they're like
1: and PLs really everywhere. After-
0: <laughs> Product placements out the wazoo, child. And China came back a few years later. She was like, "You know what? We were being petty. We will continue to fund your little." drama club, so. <laughs> but Korea was like no we kinda we kinda gotta groove it you know you know product placement here there everywhere <laughs> uh, um looking at some more of the responses about why you think you're in a drama spell um um mentally tired bitch 2022 was a year um second half of the drama rules the whole thing no interest life being busy um a watching a drama and then not finding anything else after that, I generally can't stand the formula. Like I used to, used to everything feels repetitive. Um, nothing feels fresh or inventive, and none of the leads have genuine chemistry. Here, also, mm. can I just can I knock my gavel? I need a gavel. Um, order of the court. I need Korea to adapt chemistry reads immediately. E <laughs> immediately. <laughs> some of these pairings, I'm like. With what confidence, with what, <laughs> with what insight, did you decide to put these two people on screens that are giving me air during they're <laughs> they're giving me smoke and no fire? <laughs> like it's, I need them to adapt chemistry reads. I don't give a fuck if the actor is award winning, been in the industry for twenty years. Get these two people in a room. Before you sign contracts. Cause I'd be looking at some drama. I'm like, God help us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, there's one that just came out. I'm not gonna say yet, but like the chemistry was not there. And I was like tell me, I will cut it out. Which one
0: are you talking about?
1: Reborn Rich?
0: I oh, said we'll we'll, said, get, back to that? we'll get back to here. that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that because there's only <laughs> FYI Reborn Rich episode coming this weekend. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> Cause there was only one moment in that drama where I was really like, oh, a little smoke, a little fire. The rest of it, I blame there's so much shit to oh God. Okay, we'll another <laughs> day. Um because of personal reasons, um, grad school. Oh, I hope you were doing okay, my friend dramas being repetitive some people said i'm not in the drama spell okay and then we asked for other thoughts and comments um we had one person that say that the dry spell isn't only in asian dramas people are saying animation didn't have a good year and the same thing for british drama starring cable shows so it feels like the dry spell maybe not have only been um <laughs> been in asia
1: um uh, you know, it sounds like this has just came to my head as well, thinking of it 2022 COVID hit the world in 2020. So it could be that 2022 being dry across the board in all forms of media, because even in video games, it was a pretty, like, things got delayed. So like, it seems like across the board, like, it could have been like 20. Th- these were the things that were made in the height of the pandemic, where people were distracted yeah. with other things. Um it could be. I didn't think of it that timing wise, because like it would usually take a year to produce and maybe a year to come out. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Um careful that too many Canadian dramas can lead to oversaturated market. Are you good on that? Um
1: you know what's interesting something else just came to my head <laughs> things mm-hmm. are just popping in oh, my course. head today but I think another reason it could be a dry spell for a lot of people including us is that the type of dramas that got really popular in 2021 and I'd say late 2020 as well were all like the very violent like the very heavy dramas and as K drama watchers I think we don't realize how conditioned we are to just consume a lot of light material um that we are so used to the hyper like fantastical not fantastical, well sort of hyper escapism stuff right and so when we're when we're now having a lot of more like heavy material back to back to back it feels mm-hmm. like it sort of weighs on you a little bit you can't easily consume that kind of stuff like the one that's out right now what's it called glory mm-hmm. the gloria yeah. Yeah, the glory. Like that kind of drama is not something you can just passively watch in the background. Like that's a hard watch. (laughs) Like those kind of things can't be watched back to back to back to back because it's like that's not the type of material it is. So like maybe the lack of fluff being in the industry now is kind of messing with people's like messing with people's feelings of the K drama industry as a whole. I don't know
0: yeah yeah somebody asked are Korean producers trying too hard to fit into the Western style of production? Mm. <sighs> Maybe I don't know what it is. I feel like they're trying to try to find a new format um that is very specifically unique to Netflix. I blame Netflix for a lot of shit <laughs> um, and so it's backfiring. I don't think they think it's backfiring, but I think it's backfiring. <laughs>
1: um i think
0: so too maybe it's also because it's been such a long time since i've been watching them and that i've seen so many that the slump is less about the dramas and more about me looking for things that scratch the edge right away and failing yeah other countries dramas seem more interesting now if only because the cultural context seems to be new despite not actually being new and i approach it in a different way also i think a lot of dramas lately are trying to go Awful has been popular before, but to be honest, that's never a good way to write a story. Period. Mm. Um there was some um uh let's see. Yeah, I people saying they love us, thank you. Um it's okay if you wrote a long thank response, you. we really do appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the I don't know. Looking at the year overall, it was truly full of dark stuff. Um, it was like full of a lot of dark stuff. I feel like we did have a lot of love dramas at the beginning, and then we went into like family drama, and then we had like a lot of detective stuff in the middle. <sighs> and I feel like there's a lot of web dramas getting produced nowadays. Like I don't remember there being this many web dramas in Korea. But between Netflix and Disney Plus and TVing, we're getting these like short mini projects. Some of them are good. I feel like a lot of TVing things where they're like, well, OCN is dead. So we might as well put all the dark oh no. shit on TVing. And I'm like,
1: is sure, OCN gone?
0: I think so. I think they tried to revive it, but CGM was like, why not just release everything on our OTT platform? That way we really don't have to censor anything. And I'm like, that's not an awful, uh, awful idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I just... <sighs> Let's think on a better note, what was your favorite thing that you watched in 2022,
1: Nia? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Favorite thing? I... Gosh, I have to look at a list because I don't even remember what... <laughs> Like, what about you?
0: Um, in Korea, probably have to say, Through the Darkness, it was a masterclass on acting on everybody's part. I was truly astonished by all of the actors in that project, and I couldn't have fallen in love with the characters more than I did. For procedural, was it dark? Yes. But I also think that, um, it. It was so well produced and so well acted that um, I couldn't help but enjoy it.
1: <clears throat> I really didn't. Tomorrow was okay, but I wouldn't say it was like favorite tier. Um, yeah, I really I didn't enjoyed,
0: watch. Oh, keep, keep going.
1: Oh, oh, no, go ahead.
0: I enjoyed My Liberation Notes just because it was such an interesting take on the story. Um, mm-hmm. i thought the writing was really good but if i had anything that i was gonna be like at the top 10 that i think you should watch it would be through the darkness mm-hmm. the other stuff that i watched was just like okay i think through the darkness was the only nine i had out of korean dramas is 9.5 that's how great i loved it
1: <laughs> mm, nice but, i would actually you know, put I have
0: um, high hopes, um for the new year but we'll talk about that in a second go ahead
1: mm-hmm. no i'm business proposal ah uh, i don't know how like to me I feel like it was good like it Mm -hmm. was very much the the type of like brain rot rom-com fanficy stuff i enjoy but Mm -hmm. i don't I it's like i'm only remembering it because i'm looking at the list so um (laughs) but like i thought it was good like it was enjoyable um so i that could be it Uh, attorney woo extraordinary woo young woo was good um yeah i'd say those three but anything outside and those might be the only ones i've watched this year last year
0: yeah um through the darkness was probably one of mine my liberation cuz i just truly remember enjoying watching that um other ones were probably i can't believe all of us are dead was this year god yeah that don't feel um, like this year at all that feels like 2020 is-ish. between bargain and kiss six sense I appreciate Kiss Sixth Sense because it was adults and a fucking rom com and I fucking loved it. And I think it might have started a trend for us to get more adult rom coms because we're having another one. Did you see? Did you see um what is it? Young Kyung Ho and um what's her name? They're doing a rom com. It's very rom com. It's called Crash Course in a Romance. The
1: title alone, bitch.
0: <laughs> jo um seen Jun it. It's so fucking rom com, and I cannot wait for it. Who's the screenwriter for this? The screenwriter. Oh, oh, the screenwriter got a good rap sheet. Oh my ghost, Weightlifting Fairy, Familiar Wife. Okay. Once again, once again is that. Oh, well, once again was a trip, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm down. I'm down. And both the leads are, what, in their 40s? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, Jo Dong Young is forty nine. <laughs> Jung Kyung Ho wow. is thirty nine. I thirty nine. Damn, I didn't think their their age different was that big. Jun Do Yeon does not look fifty. <laughs> she is that woman. Her last drama was The Good Wife. Oh, she did Lost. But she's like a lover. No. She's a nineteen nineties like star. Mm. I cannot wait for it. It looks... S- I'm going to watch every single episode of it. 16 episodes with 40 plus leads. And it's rom-com. Those are the main tags. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love to see it. We love to see it. Living my best life. Do you hear me? Um, what do you think needs to happen? Because I feel like one of the reasons we started talking about this. Because I was completely... Yeah. Bamboozled and flabbergasted by the fact that we were getting a drama called Chicken Nugget, and I was just, <laughs> you know, a whole story about a girl who turns into a chicken nugget, and I was just like, I should never, we should never be afraid to write anything near. Do you hear me? Right? <laughs> Do you hear me? Like, not only is it Chicken Nugget. Ryu seung Drong is the main lead. Th- that's what really bottles my mind. And it's going on Netflix. Is it? This is not going on Netflix. 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 Ne- 12 episodes about a girl who turned into a chicken nugget and the dude who has a crush on her and her father trying to get her back. I said-
1: That's hilarious.
0: It's brain. My brain hurts. I, I was so flabbergasted by this. Oh. But- that being said, I feel like we're gonna we might get a a kick, an uptick in 2023. Let me see what's what else is coming out this year. I know Sweet Home is coming out this year. Um, I'm not
1: watch. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. None of the season twos are. I'm not gonna watch any of them. And unfortunately, I- 2023
0: is riddled with season twos and threes. So you're gonna have to so- take a pick.
1: <laughs> take a pick. <laughs> um let's see i'm looking at my drama list now and i'm seeing our blooming youth looks okay because that's a historical but i don't know what this looks
0: aren't we supposed to get the historical from the rebel writer our queen and the lord savior let me check that
1: yeah
0: i've been watching mr trot and one of the songs has been stuck in my head for like two days straight wire, um, <laughs> Huang Jin Young the queen herself we are getting lovers with motherfucking Namgong Min and An Unjin. Jin I cannot wait a, ro- a romantic historical set in the Joseon and the year of the rats I don't give a fuck what this drama is about I'm watching this. <laughs> right I know. I, mean, I, mean, I mean I'm on board it's called Yunin, which means like lovers Yunin. mm-hmm <gasps> it's about you know longing and love. Girl, is she gonna give us like a real like traumatic romantic historical? Because I'll cry. <laughs> right. I will cry. <laughs> I was already crying at Rebel, and that wasn't even about romance. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> I'm. Ooh. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Our blooming youth. I did not see this. Is this is this a bootleg version of, um, what the fuck is the name of that drama? Hwarang. What is this? Oh wait. Oh okay. I thought this was both stuff of a different historical drama. Um, that's so crazy. This is based off. This is an adaptation of a Chinese drama that hasn't even aired yet. <laughs> Oh, wow. A prince enduring a mysterious curse meets a woman accused of murder. Well, that's an opening line. While oh, the right. prince helps clear the woman of false charges and she frees him from his curse, a romance blossoms between the two. Min Yi, a quiet, gentle soul, is engaged to the second state counselor's son um, and is studying it to become a good wife and mother. Her life is turned upside down when her parents and brother are killed four days before her wedding. Well. <laughs>
1: god that damn that sounds interesting i'm like, like it sounds like it could be good so i'm oh i'm looking at the writer she has some hits i do
0: love five is enough i do not like romance as a bonus book though well it was okay who is starring in this park young Sheik? oh this is
1: a young cast eh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said
1: oh no they're they're young <laughs>
0: They're children <laughs> um let's see taxi driver season two the glory season two big bet season two um,
1: Ugh, throw it all away listen <laughs> i'm i can't like i won't watch any season twos and i like taxi driver but i just don't have the energy
0: all right i don't joseph care joseph lawyer there's this whole little thing where they're like joseph lawyer joseph psychiatrist
1: yeah know. and i'm like that's not what we want y'all please <laughs> please, the please. what is like the historicals like I don't want comedy historicals. I don't want I, like I. Want, I can do
0: comedy historicals if they're short.
1: Y'all give me yeah, but not
0: seasons. the seasons. It's not the it, like. It.
1: I just need who who wrote John Gum. I need all the people from the early aughts to get back <laughs> in the booth, get in the studio, whatever you do, get back on set and show these <laughs> kids how to do it. Because John Gum Dong Yi, please, like I'm desperate for it because y'all. Okay, Listen, are we
0: Mr- going have a theme of the occult? Because we have another demon spiritual thing coming up. It's called the devil. When the
1: door to another world opens. God,
0: demons exist there. See, I oh, thought we yeah. had that
1: era was over once they did that one. The one with Possessed. the... Uh,
0: yeah, um, that
1: one. There's another. There's a bunch of other ones. That really popular one where the... What's his face? Oh my the gosh, God. I see son? the poster. No, the, the, the one with like... Oh, the really dark one where... The really the guy is the priest and hold on ah darn it oh fuck um the three people
0: it's it's
1: yep the three people shit, I'm looking I I know the poster it's a red poster or orange tinted the poster. hand the, br- the the oh, what
0: is it called I could totally look this up but I'm trying to first No but you know what me.
1: I mean yes cuz it's the it baby is. Bo- Here, the guest the guest the Guest, yep, that right.
0: one. Um, it stars Kim Teddy. I mean, it's got a powerhouse. Oh, Kim and he is writing it. This is The Kingdom Writer. I might Oh, okay. Watch. But she did not do good on Jury Sen. Okay, I'll forgive her. I'll forgive her. We'll, <laughs> we'll try it. We might try it. I don't know. Mask Girl. What is this? This sounds like a, this sounds like a web drama. No, it's on Netflix. What is this? Kim <laughs> Mi is an ordinary office woman with a severe sense of inferiority in appearance. Aren't we done with those dramas? Oh <laughs> no. no! And it's caught up in very incidents while as an internet broadcasting BJ with her face covered with a mask. N- oh, it's giving Go Young Jung jo- Go Young Jung, girl. What are you doing here? <laughs> Do you know who Go Young Jung is? She's the Mm-mm. Queen Sunduk Michiel? Queen the <gasps> evil is woman?
1: here! Exactly! <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, wait, what? is she ko Momi or ko Mimo? Oh, wait. No, she's ko Momi! Girl, is this a lesbian drama? No, okay, it's not. Okay. Because <laughs> I said, what heart is a <laughs> one sided crutch? Um, Joel Onam nam is Kim Mo-Mi's co-worker he harbors on one side these names <laughs> as a character who also feels a fury about his appearance and lacks presence in general Joe Onam's nams only of joy is watching internet broadcasts. he will get something in, in,
1: an incident with Kim Mo-Mi girl so- please unsign from this trauma please like <laughs> what is this plot you know what this gives what's that drama oh my god Tori you know what I'm talking about not the not true beauty I'm talking about old what's that one that what's her face was in ah darn it oh oh um 200 Tory. pounds of beauty not, yeah there's that one but there's that one that uh ho- is that what hold on the 200 pounds of beauty with, was a um, movie though with um not nana why am i thinking nana it's shin minha is that her name
0: oh um fuck i used to like that show i don't know
1: why God, what is it? It's her. What's it it's called? Yeah, Soji sub. Yeah, Soji 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 sub. sub. That's that, no, that's a crazy <laughs> cast. That's a crazy cast. Hold on, what was you it? What Henry was in it.
0: Bro. Yes, I'm for the Father Day right here. Um, um, oh my Venus, oh my Venus. Oh, my Venus. yes, like she was like she had a thyroid problem and she was heavy
1: set and then. <laughs> was Listen, like, this <laughs> plot is getting literally copy paste. Like I thought we moved on. This is like the worst of 2011. <laughs> Like, I yeah.
0: Seven Escape. Oh, I saw the trailer for this. This is from the writer who wrote Seven Escape. (laughs) Oh (laughs) no! Oh my god! Yeah, this is from the writer who wrote Kim Sonuk. Um, Kim Sonuk was also one of the girlies who was big in two thousands.
1: Um, I'm looking all these. Okay, there's a few more crimes things that I thought would be. Um. There's a crime drama called I've Been Waiting For You A Long Time. It's a revenge story.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Squid Game Season (laughs) 2. What for? What for? I don't...
1: Listen. No offense. Don't know how that is gonna turn out in terms of quality. Listen.
0: We were all flabbergasted when that man turned back. When he turned back at the airport, I said, bitch, where are you
1: going?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Once again, I only think season two could have been good if you made it about one of the workers there.
1: <laughs> also, this is just me. Are the ones that are 10 episodes? Those are... those are, are K-Dramas now 10 episodes?
0: Usually the ones that come on OTT platforms, yes.
1: So 16 is like... Because I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of 16 on here. I'm seeing 10, 10.
0: 16 are usually... the means they're being broadcasted on television.
1: Okay, wow. So that means next year not many...
0: Oh well. On
1: well, if they have a
0: season two, then the episodes are shorter, because they had to make it. Oh. A, they, you know.
1: Okay. This is, honestly, twenty twenty three. From this, looking a little slim, pickings, but. Uh huh. That's just because I'm not a season two kind of girl. But if y'all like season twos, this might be the year for you.
0: Yeah. I don't. <sighs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Hopefully, let's just pray that 2023 is not worse than 2022. <laughs> that be sad. That's all I could ask for. That is all I can ask for, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you didn't get a chance to fill in our survey, tell us about your 2022 K drama. Did you enjoy it? Was it fun for you? Are you excited for 2023? um mm,
1: are you looking forward to 2023
0: only a few projects um the the drama the historical from our favorite writer john Huck and Jung nada are supposed to be doing a mr and mrs Smith type of drama
1: wait hold on pause you can't you can't just walk past that <laughs> you can't just yeah. walk past that
0: Jang Hook and Jang Mara the, the, are working together again,
1: for like the third time. Wow! Oh, this and is like us
0: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> this is I oh, this wait. might
1: is this coming out this year? I don't know. Let me check.
0: I know it's listen. I know they've both signed on for it though.
1: Oh, this might eat like in terms of making 2023 the year because. When was the last time I've not seen John Heng in something in years?
0: Well, he was just in my country. He no, he was just in Bloody Heart. Oh, oh okay. Well, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen. I, well, watch I don't that. watch. We didn't watch that. Yeah, we didn't watch that. It's it's. Well, sad. He wasn't the lead <laughs> though. Yes, he was. Was he? He was him, Lee Jun, and um. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. He's like a, a bad kingmaker. He's the villain in this story. Oh, okay. Um and then we have the one that Jo in Sung is doing with Go not Hara. What's her name? What is it? It's called Moving. It's with Han Hyo Jo and they're super they have superpowers that their kids inherit those superpowers.
1: Okay. I'd have to look at the the thing first. It's called moving. Mm. I'm looking forward to that Jang Hyuk and Jang Naro thing, but yes. nothing else is on my radar, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Those are the only projects that I have, like, built in my head that I'm excited about. Um, The director for Moving was the director for Kingdom Season 2. Her. Mm. So I think it'll be good. But other than that, I mean... I think the K-drama industry is an interesting point. Um, I don't know how much longer the Hollywood wave is going to last. Um, especially when the industry is constantly taking away all of the things that make K-drama special. Mm. So we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Um, but thank you guys for listening and thank you for submitting your answers to our survey. We'll probably do another one of these when we have like a topic where we love you guys' opinions. You can always follow us on Discord, Twitter, at commented, or TikTok at commented Podcast for our um, upcoming episodes. Um, I am doing a Transit Love 2 episode. So if you want the tea for that, please stay tuned. Um, I'm going to finish that PowerPoint probably t- between tonight and tomorrow. Um But... Uh don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Our goal is to get more five-star reviews. So please, pretty, pretty, please hit that five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh once again, thank you for waiting for us. But we are back, baby. Until next time, I'm Tori.
1: And I'm Nia. Bye-bye. Bye.